feeling down about blowing your New Year's resolution? Again, want to improve yourself but don't know where to start? Do we have a solution for you? Heathen 40. It's Whole30 with three days and Lent without the religious guilt. Lent is 47 days long, so just give up a vice for 40 days between Mardi Gras and Easter and get weekly cheat days to do whatever you want. Have a drink. Have another drink. Consume something that's legal in a growing number of states. Or do something so embarrassing you can't even tell your friends. Eat some sweets. Troll Franklin Graham. Watch the YouTubes. And it's free. Heathen 40 is not approved by the Catholic Church or any of its subsidiaries. Take more than one cheat day a week and you are only cheating yourself. And you'll go to hell. Myself a friend, someone I could believe in until the very end. I found myself the devil, he was sitting in a bar. He bought me 15 rum and cokes, and then he went too far. Now the devil is my friend, the devil is my friend. Wherever I go, the devil go, the devil is my friend. Guitar! from the abyss aka podcasting from a spare bedroom in observant atlanta welcome to the godless heathens podcast everybody thanks for listening i'm don i'm jeff and i'm jerry this is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things not just atheism we will challenge your assumptions and ours too definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir but to critique ridicule and poke fun at anyone especially ourselves so join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective And remember, don't believe everything you hear on this podcast, or anywhere else for that matter, until you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, Google Google Duck Duck that that shit. Sorry, I got caught looking at the script. Oh. Because this is episode 36, which is the sober episode. (laughs) So what did we lose out to this week? Nothing. I no. haven't. I haven't decided. Oh my goodness! We, I, I haven't decided. We lost out to possibility. <laughs> we just, <What>? just blind <laughs> possibility. <laughs> well, this couldn't be the cheat night because something better might just come along. Basically, is what he said. We need a calendar of your cheat days if you can supply that. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot it of pressure. Some planning. I. Did not think of it that way. <laughs> I, I, obviously. This is your and, first you know, rodeo, isn't it? D- <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what? As it is actually having these kind of cheat days. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, you were in the church you're... and didn't know that Sundays were a cheat day for Lent. Well, you, you basically chided us on multiple occasions, and you said there are no cheat days during Lent, and it was us that, that me and Don, that ran with the whole cheat day concept. <laughs> Because you I started said, off saying there's no such thing as cheat days, and you duck, duck googled that. Yeah, I kind of like the idea though. So tonight we're flying with no alcohol around the table at all. This is going to be the worst show ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All because of Jerry. We didn't want him to feel bad. Well, what, 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 well that's your. No, no, that's on you. Don't guilt me about your choices. No. So if I would have cracked open like a barrel aged. Double stout from Hunton and Smith from Chattanooga in front of you, knowing that no other opportunity to sample that. <laughs> I, have re- I have resolved, Jeff. <laughs> and I, I'm I, not I, sure what that is he just mentioned, but I'm sure he went deep into his bag of things <laughs> to pull that particular beer out. Is that what you're actually drinking? So this isn't no, the sober episode? No, this is H2O. Just, this is just water. Jeff, you got, Seriously, you're got, drinking just water. He's got water yep. in his cup. Yep. And you have nothing. I've got Coca-Cola. Okay. I've got a Coca-Cola. What's that little metal? I got a flask over there. That's emergency. I mean, there's, emergency. there's liquor in the room, just in case. I mean, for emergency, there is a flask. Of, uh, if fireball becomes too much here. for you. Yeah. 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 And I have something that sounds like a beer. It does sound I like have a beer. Cafe Kombucha. Uh, ooh, Cafe. I just, I just got that. Cafe Kombucha. You know, play out clever. words. This is really a clever. It is coffee, cinnamon, and cacao. Cacao. Your kombucha. I said before the show it would be big chance of hit or miss. It is a hit. Is it really? So yeah. you can taste all of those things in there? No. No. <laughs> but it's not sometimes when you have you ever not to get too deep into drinking kombucha. Do you do you drink kombucha? No. Have you ever? I don't think no. I've I, tried I know it. I haven't. It's too sour. I, I should have give you Oh really? Yeah, like like vinegar kinda. Right. 
they they do they can taste vinegary. Bad, bad one, bad ones especially can taste very vinegary because I mean yeah it's no I don't think that's you're right yeah. like, like what I is it I I, I don't school yeah, what's, what's school the, me and the listeners I don't know exactly what kombucha is I know I don't drink it. Well, I I don't know what it is. What you drink it? You don't know what the hell it is. I, you don't oh, know what out. it is. You know what is in I mean, everything I'm, you eat. I know what's in beer. There's no more. There's no more cocaine in it. What's it? But but it's, it's sugar water. It's just you know it's caramel sugar water. Mm, okay. And then, okay. <laughs> and a lot of other stuff too. Okay. But <laughs> right. he's got he's got water. Um, I'm sure that's tap water or, you know. No, this is filtered, nice pure filter. filtered water. Oh. Yes. So there's no fluoride in there? There's Wikipedia, no- which is never wrong, says, ew. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I better go back to the, I better go back to the snippet. Uh-oh. It's a fermented, slightly alcoholic. Huh? Slightly alcoholic. Uh-oh. 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 Lightly, Uh-oh. Let me grab my flask. Lightly, <laughs> lightly effervescent. Sweetened black or green tea drink. Oh, so it's made from it's tea. tea. That's right. Yeah, yeah but it's tea. made out of these like kind of gross, slimy bacteria. And, yeah. Well, that's how you make sours, like in beers. No. You, you put bacteria in there. Really? Culture. Yeah. I think it's called. Well, that makes it sound. Yeah, it sounds, sounds better. It's still a you bug. Mean, uh, You're putting yeah. a bug in your beer. Actually, that's the next beer that we're brewing is a Berliner Weiss that uses a bacteria in there. Who? Uh, my daughter and I are going to brew. It's a symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. Yeah. Or a scoby. Yeah. When did you and your daughter start brewing your own beer? Oh, we've been brewing for a while. This would be our... You've never brought one of your beers to, I, uh, to the show? We true. had one at one of the parties, but... <laughs> I didn't talk about the party. I talked no. about the show. You've never, had, oh. never brought a beer of yours to the show. All right. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can do that. Oh, you know what? He's going to blame that on me for, for doing Heathen 40. He was going to do that tonight. That was his plan. One of his and his daughter's beers. I messed it all up. Yeah, there you go. I can't guarantee any of the next shows are going to be cheat day worthy. And just, uh, I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, that's right, because this goes until... It's late this year. It's like the last weekend in April, something like that? Oh, man, not that late, please. <laughs> or no, um, no, second to third weekend, I think. It's actually, honestly, it's not that. It's not that... Uh, it's um, not been 40 that days from Ash yeah. Wednesday. 21st? That sounds right. Yeah, so it's the third weekend in April, right? Mm. Man, Jerry, that's, that's a while. That's like a month yet. How does that work out? Just think how. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> tell us how that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this may be the only solidarity night yeah, of the we're pod. With you. We're trying it, but I miss, I miss my beer. Get to the bad news. Big story. Last week. Cardinal Pell, we've talked about Cardinal Pell on the show a few times, finally was sentenced in Australia six years. Now, is that the one that was, he wasn't at the Vatican, right? That's yes, he was guy. at one time. This, you're, t- you're thinking of the guy from Boston who, who stayed, was out there. he was hiding out there, and okay. if he ever left, he was going to get arrested, brought back to Boston, and, and going to stand trial. Cardinal Pell voluntarily went back to Australia and stood trial for this, and, and he's... he's like a bishop or what he, he was uh, like number three in the Catholic Church. Cardinal, so he's, he's, oh cardinal, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, oh, okay. yeah, he's way up there. Yeah, he's, wow. he's, he's he's the highest ranking Catholic to ever be excommunicated. He was excommunicated. Everything. Yes. Think he's going to jail for six years for and as the I want to read it. I want to make sure I don't misquote this here. After Mass one Sunday in the late 1990s, Pell caught two choir boys drinking communion wine in the priest's sacristy and one by one forced them to engage in sex acts despite their sobs and pleas to let them go. Jeez. And he got six years. Could have got 50. Yeah, but he got six. And excommunicated. Yeah, so... But that, but that Get kicked out of the club. You yeah. know, and, and yeah. you know, we, we'll have to discuss the ins and outs of the, of the sentence in our Australian legal podcast. Yeah, um, down under, <laughs> um, which Point you down. know, like none of us know. But he got six years. He could have got a lot more. He's Sign. mandatory three years, eight months. He cannot get out in, oh, in less parole? than but, in less than three eight. But it's, it's kind of like what else happened recently where a rich 
powerful guy. White dude. Old white dude. Old white dude could have gotten a lot of prison time Hmm. and Hmm. didn't. Which one? Oh, right. Manafort. Manafort. (laughs) But he's in a wheelchair, Jerry. You got... Feel bad for him. That, you know... So he's got gout. That's what he has. Which is a rich man's disease from eating too much. Right. So, So... Piss on him again, you know. So that I mean, I I was wondering. (laughs) He's been in jail for already how long? Yeah. Oh, he's not going to make it eight years. Right, but months. Like how many months has he been in jail already? Not long. No. Six months. Eight months. How do you have that? I have, and this and this may be a a dumb question, but this is our podcast, and I'm going to ask it anyway. That's what this. That's what we started this for. How answering dumb? Do you have gout in prison? Prison food. If you mm. have gout, do you need to treat the gout, or do you need maybe you need to treat the gout and then make different life choices when it, it comes to? Is it always a dietary kind of thing that causes gout? I thought gout was kind of related to arthritis, but I could be wrong. I always understood that it to be like the the ailment of of the uh, aristocratic I, society. Not necessarily though, because I remember because, you know, a long time ago when I lived in Superior, working at a parts store, one of the guys behind the counter had gout. How many lives have you led, man? <laughs> <laughs> Too many. Too many. So, and There's yeah, a guy I, mean, I worked with that, that had it, too. Yeah, he, was, so he, was over, a, he was overweight. A lot of fettuccine Alfredo and stuff. Well, this Wisconsin. You know, they probably... Oh, yeah. They a lot of cheese. Frying a lot of, and, lot of stuff and eating a lot of cheese. Drinking a lot of beer, probably. Yeah, yeah, I'm, just, I'm, a, I'm painting with a wide brush. Uh, slightly. <laughs> so it's not necessarily rich butter on thing. it. Pal gets six years. Manafort gets four. And he gets ju- four twice, almost. You know, well, thirty-nine. At the got, time, though, he could have got he could have got twenty. Yeah, the first time, nineteen. Months. He got forty-seven months. And, and, back the, the second and time, what did the judge say? Something 43. like an exemplary life or something. Oh, like that? Oh, the first. Judge. No, it yeah. was. Um, I forget the way he put it, but it was basically blameless yeah, life. Bla- yeah, blameless up until that point, kind I'm of a tell, thing. Yeah. It's and I saw a, a good political cartoon where there was a guy, a lawyer standing next to like a Jason from Friday Thirteenth with an axe, and there's blood everywhere. But he was he led oh, exemplary yeah. life up to this that. point. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. the it's the otherwise blameless life. Yeah, like a corrupt crook, and federal judge basically blows him a kiss. But you saw what the, the second bench. one said about him, though. And Absolutely no remorse. I mean, just I mean, th- went off in, in completely the opposite direction, but ended up giving him actually less time. Different charges and everything, obviously. But he basically, he, I mean, he's gonna he's he's gonna do time. He's still got to go in front of the New York because well, like, they filed against him as soon but as. Even if, but even if, even if they don't, so many people. They can hold that there. They can try him when he gets out in eight years, if he's still alive. Or they can try him as soon as Trump pardons him. I was going to say, you know, on the, they, on the they first, just sit on it. On and, the first and, two charges, you know, Trump go, can pardon Look, dude, you can do whatever you want, but he's not getting out. We've got him. As soon as you do anything, we're just going to drop this. It's sitting on my desk ready to file. But Trump can pardon these two charges. Yeah, then he's going to do anything with the state charges. Right, yeah. And I don't know how long that's, you know, what those charges are going to be, what the sentence would even be for he, that. Even if he, it, especially, actually, if he gets pardoned. And current situation aside, most of the time, I can't say that. Trump uh, hasn't pardoned anybody yet. Yeah, he has. Oh, yeah. Um, who's Didn't that? Judge Arpaio? Beha- yeah. Oh, no, but not on like... Of, he was uh, a criminal. But he what, was... What? I'm talking about that was in his you know inner circle that mm. was dealing with Russians, like Manafort was. Arpaio's pretty close to... Arpaio he was handling brown people on the southern border for him. You know, I mean, realistically. He wasn't meeting with members of the KGB. Yeah, there was one other he pardoned, too, and I can't remember what that was. It was like a jail sentence, but... Yeah, so, other than that, he hasn't done the big things yet. He he kind of walks. There's all kinds of stories afterwards about people doing hard time for voting, having a joint, just the injustice, you know, that you kind of almost come to expect these days. Mm-hmm. And then this week, the college scandal, where people were basically bribing their way into getting their kids into really good colleges. However, yeah, whatever yeah. means necessary. Photoshopping and their kids as, uh, you know, athletes. Just ridiculous. Ridiculous, yeah. unbelievable just ri- stuff. Ri- ridiculous. Having people go and take the SAT or the ACT form. Corrupt and SAT proctors. They were so good. These Some of these people were so good that they could, it's almost like dial a score. So I heard about, you know, the, the, the parents getting in trouble, but are has there been anything about, 
you know, like the athletic directors or whatever that are pulling the strings from the inside. They so I know USC fired people immediately, okay. and, okay. and, and more heads are going to roll. But actually, college sports is probably the greatest example of institutionalized corruption. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, we've known that just, for a long time. Well, we've known about way. it. But you look the other way. Not only look the other way, you know, embrace it wholeheartedly. And, and mm-hmm. believe me, I am not saying this as a person who has not watched and does not watch college football. We're in the middle of leading up to March Madness. Oh, bit, right. The billion, you can OD on basketball right, the, right the now. Billion you know. dollar, the billion dollar tournament. And what kids didn't get in, how they got in, feels, and money. Some of the kids didn't know. I heard a story where one kid in like his admissions meeting, the person at the college was like, so you run track? And he's like, I don't run track. <laughs> no, 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 that's not me. <laughs> I mean, his parents didn't even tell they him. They should include him in a little Phil bit. Phil Mickelson there. was because tweeting today, basically, they, but yeah. that he used the agency. They didn't bribe anybody, but they used that guy to help their kids to get better test scores. So one of the reasons why it's it was such a big story is because there were two Hollywood actresses that a lot of people knew that were part of it. So honestly, what is not corrupt these days? The church... Yeah. This is higher, another, edu- higher education. This is another one government. of those things, though, where it's like, oh, you mean rich white people have been paying people off to get their kids in, into college? Yeah, no shit. Let me ask you this. Is Jared Kushner, his his father, going to get arrested? Right. I mean, but he couldn't get into Harvard until daddy wrote a check. Right. But, and then but, all of a sudden he got into Harvard. But, you know, I, and, and I hate, and I and hate that's to right say And that's right up in the open. Here, build a building and put my name on it. Right. Here's a $2 million check. That's, but, uh, you know, but in the light of day. That is... What's the difference? Hard, that, what's a, the difference is that's a, a legal and encouraged way of fundraising on college campuses is to sign a check and get your name on a building mm-hmm. or sign a check and underwrite But it also gets your, you know, your kid or your grandkid. Ah, or, not supposed to. But it does. But we all know it does. Yeah. That was one of the first reactions was these people are so stupid that they bribed they did illegal things and offered bribes when there were legal, socially acceptable ways of doing the same thing. So don't do the illegal corruption. Do the soft tax-deferred corruption. Yeah. The light of day corruption. Yeah, both well, are corrupt. Well, it, yeah. Harvard didn't have to let Kushner in, and they haven't admitted that that's the case, and neither did, neither did Kushner. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I don't think anybody has said anything publicly about it. No, of course not. But money. So the root of all what's evil. Not, so seriously, what's not, what institution these days is not, like, corrupt? By now, they've had pl- enough time that all of them are, pretty much. So because money equals power. The government, the church. Corporations. Charities. Go right down the line. So you don't think we'll get out of it in 2020? I think you just answered your own question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I doubt we'll have that sweeping of a change. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna gonna be kind of like it is now on the other side, you know, for a while because there's a lot of shit to undo. Well, that's like you know Warren talking about ways to um, break up the monopoly of some of the big tech, which I'm in total agreement with, especially after reading Zucks. But how you know how is that going to happen? We may have a handful of people in Congress and in the Senate that are willing to to go that way, but the majority isn't, and the majority is being paid by big tech corporations, you know, big oil, big farm, all that kind of stuff. So how we're going to get that changed? Pessimistic too. I changed his mind in like a half hour. Oh no, I was <laughs> <laughs> I was already kind of. Realizing are, you, are you are you wishing you are, are you wishing you had that uh, uh, bourbon barrel aged beer that you tried yeah. to tease me with? That would have been yeah, real now, good now about it. Yeah. Now you could use it. You don't have that, it. that flask on? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, there was a story that Don you shared about how many what what's the percentage of Catholics? Oh, the uh, the. I hate to say this, but it's the uh, Pew 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 <laughs> Research Center. Coming. They redid one of their polls. The last time they did it was 2002, like right after, right around the spotlight, the actual spotlight, not the movie, but the actual Boston Globe article expose. Well, that was back in 2002. And wow. it was 22% of U.S. Catholics questioned their own church membership after the sex abuse scandal. They and questioned it. That was 22% in 2002. Now they just did it again. It's... 37%. Well, but, yeah, but it's one thing to question it, 
But how many are departing? Do they have those stats? Said, I don't done. think they have it in this particular article, but I have heard a stat that there are more Reformed Catholics than Catholics in America. What's a Reformed Catholic? Or not a Reformed Catholic, but an ex-Catholic. Ex-Catholic. Oh, ex-Catholic. So well, that yeah. no longer, you yeah. know, is raised Catholic, but no longer goes to church they... or, considers, or considers themselves Catholic. Or may, even if they even go like on an Easter Sunday, you know, here or there or, or a Christmas, you know, midnight mass or something like that. They don't, in their day-to-day lives, live Yes, but they could religious, go, you know, they could go to the Episcopal Church. You know, that's like Catholic light. You're no, 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 Episcopals. no, 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 if, if you had, if you were forced not, to go to one. I'm know. talking about somebody that basically lives their life as a non-believer and may go to church with their mom on Easter Sunday. Okay. No, but I'm, I'm talking okay. about this. You know, you know what but I mean? if you go to church at all, I'm putting you in the believer category. No, not necessarily. There Robert is. Price. You know who Robert Price is? Bible Scholar, geek. the Bible geek. Mm-hmm. He enjoys the ritual of church, the, the singing, bells the, the, the bells, the, the candles, the whatever. Yeah, he just enjoys the the ritual of church. He does not believe a stitch of it. Okay. No. He likes it, but, but this is like, for him, that's like a little religious Broadway show. He can't beat the prices. And it's free. Yeah, it's free. It's free. You can't beat the prices. Well, you know, you better put something in the plate when they put something in the basket. That long handle thing. So, does he, I wonder if he, like, does he go to guitar masses for a different I don't know what denomination or, you know, other than people that treat it like the ballet. If you go and and not and I'm not putting the people in that go to church because somebody forces them to, like a spouse or mom goes to church on Easter, I got to go to church with yeah, her. Right. If you go to church at all on your own once there's, a year or even once a year, they've got a hook in you. You're a churchgoer. Yeah. Well, and to there's me, some form are. of belief there too. Otherwise, you wouldn't be going at all if you didn't believe in it. Right. I'm talking about this 37 percent though. Are they going to stop going? Well, one of the things that was interesting is, is that 41% of U.S. Catholics said that they have total confidence in the priest in their church. Mm, well, of like course. Con- it's yeah. just like it's the like Congress. Congress. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Only 19 had a great deal of confidence in U.S. bishops and Catholic leaders in other countries. Oh, my God. This is just like, I mean. Yes. Yeah. It, 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 it sounds exactly like if you're talking about Congress. Right. Yeah. Well, people are tribal that let's way. Let's vote them all out, except for my guy. He's 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 okay. He's one of us. <laughs> Not Father Ned. He runs a good Vegas. Yeah. So it doesn't say how many have questioned. Doesn't necessarily mean actively now. Right. Yeah. But watching the news or looking at your phone and seeing another scandal and then Cardinal Pell being the latest, you question it, but... Easter's a long way away from there. You know, by that time, you're just going gonna to go to Easter? You know, you're going to go to... It's going to sound bad. What? Is it just Christmas and Easter? Two biggest days? Yeah. Is there a mid is there a mid-year No, no that's anything? it. That's Cheester, they called that. And, the people that go to Easter and Christmas. No, like spring break. Yeah. Well, Good Friday, big big day. But that's you know. part of the Easter season. I know. But, but, but I'm just I saying, yeah, no, but, boy, Jeff. But Catholics <laughs> will have, I mean, Catholic churches will have Mass every day. You can go to Mass at a, at a Catholic church. Yeah, mini Mass? Pretty, is that what they call it? Pretty much every day. Right. Well, that's like the Mac game is on Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. And then the SEC and Big Ten game, the 8 o'clock game on Saturday. So it's just like college football. Right. Yeah. Right. So you're going to have Mass every day during bowl, <laughs> bowl season. <laughs> <laughs> During bowl season, you know, there's a point set of bowl, and then you know, get to the get to the granddaddy day. Yeah, you know, every, everyone's got to show up. But you're saying this popped up in like a couple of atheists' um, blog. Was it kind of from a framework of oh boy, we're getting more eighth potential? Well, it's, it's just in with all the scandals that that has been going on in the in the Catholic Church. If nothing else, at least 37 percent of Catholics will at least admit say out loud, that they have contemplated leaving the church over child rape. But I'm just saying don't get your hopes up that, you know, you think they're going to come to our side no, when they leave the I church. Don't see a ma- like, I, I mean, there is overall an exodus from, from religion, but it's still not fast enough. It's definitely not. But, I mean, we're going to need to maybe do you should, Maybe you should pony up for a billboard. Yeah. We're just getting better every day, though. <laughs> You should have a big one right on 75 going north. 
We should do that. We all, all the snowbirds. Do <laughs> Headed down to Florida. <laughs> right. Headed to the villages. If they're listening to Fox News on Sirius. Are you poo-pooing the Pope? Come to our site. <laughs> we had a, a local story, and I don't know how national this story got. And uh, Yeah, I, I don't know. I just picked I, it up I in the AJC. Yeah. I, saw, uh, I, saw it on, I saw it on local news, and I saw a couple blurbs yeah. on it. With abortion bills now and abortion laws in these states, with with the new makeup of the Supreme Court, it's like every state is standing in line to say, hold my beer, let me show you how you do this. And yeah, coming so, up with more and more restrictive abortion bills, where, where Georgia just passed one. Yeah, so yeah, Georgia is doing like the hold my beer kind of thing. Exactly. And um, so this one is, I think, if you can detect a heartbeat, which I can't remember. Six weeks. Okay. Six weeks. Yeah. Which so most women like, don't know they're pregnant at six weeks. Right. So this would be the most restrictive. Mm -hmm. And I, I can't remember how they're – I think Kemp wants to do it like a trigger. So in other words, if um, the Supreme Court changes Roe v. Wade, this kicks in immediately. Oh, is that what it is? I think they're so. Getting, they're already just getting it ready in place? Yeah, it, it's getting their plan ready there. So I'm going to go on record as saying this is, this is going to be going out on a limb here. <laughs> but beyond the obvious terrible policy – it's exa unfortunately exactly what we kind of expected he would oh, do. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. and, and is, he's, he's he said that in the campaign. To, he's yeah. living up to Nobody it. said, he did what? Right. Yeah. Nobody. Never, never crossed anybody's lips. But this is going to be really bad, really bad for this state. Yeah, it's that's what I don't understand. Really bad. Pro-business, how is this going to you know attract? It's not. Right. I, I mean, yeah. North Carolina shot itself in the foot on numerous occasions and still kind of does. And... It, it hurts them. Our, our, you know? yeah, all our neighbor states. Well, because the other the other one they have in the chamber is um, what they call it, the Religious Freedom Act, which basically is a right oh, to discriminate. Word, discriminate against anybody you want, basically. Anybody that's not an evangelical Christian, yeah. which would include us. In there, so yeah, so they got two of those things that are that are going. So yeah, I don't I don't see how that's really a positive thing for for business. I think they're gonna. I mean, one of the things that this this area prides itself on is having having global headquarters, and there's not many in Alabama for a lot of different reasons. Yep. I mean, they want to be close to, to they want to be close to Hartsfield, but they don't want to live in a state like that, and it could impact the state pretty negatively. And that since it's Three of us that have roots here, that sucks. Yeah, because I, I know Delta on the relig religious uh, restriction thing, when they were playing with that a while back, they took a stand against that as, you know, uh, I forget where they were talking about moving their headquarters, but they can easily move their headquarters. They don't mm -hmm. need to be here in Atlanta. Well, Delta won the merger yeah. with Northwest. Right, right. And they basically yeah, so closed their, you in know, Minneapolis. in Minneapolis. Yep. So, so Minneapolis could say, "Hey, come on up. We don't have those uh, kind of maybe. Yeah, uh, maybe they hold municipalities hostage for this stuff. So they could do it. You know, I, I wasn't a big Nathan Deal fan, and wasn't a big Sonny Purdue fan. Right, but they didn't do this stuff. Right, yeah, they knew where the line was. You know, where you know maybe you want to keep some of the religious people happy, but you also want to make sure you can keep the business people happy. For sure. So they knew kind of where that line was. Because they love money more than anything. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. but, but we had a, a little clapback. So I think it was five women. Democrats. Democrats. I'm, I'm going out yeah. on another limb. Yeah, yeah, sure, Democrat. Sure. It started with Representative Kendrick, yep. who they, they put a bill up. It's the Testicular Bill of Rights. And it had some, some platforms on it that were, that were pretty interesting. This, this is what the uh, legislation they drafted uh, said. It requires men to obtain permission from their sex partner before they're able to obtain a prescription of Viagra or any erectile dysfunction medication. Immediate ban on vasectomy procedures in Georgia, both in part or in whole. Because yep. she, she was obviously yeah. feeling it. Yeah. She was pounding uh, the keyboard. It was going to make it an aggravated assault crime for men to have sex without a condom. Right, because you cannot spill those boys. Yes, yes. Uh, it required DNA testing of women in six weeks and one day to be formed before she is eight weeks to determine the father of child who will immediately start paying child support. I thought that was a good one. Yeah. That, that, yeah. I think that, that, I think that, that That's my, thinking outside the box. I think that was my, <laughs> that was, that was my favorite. That was the one that when somebody came up with that one, everybody went, ooh. Yeah, that, was a, that was a 
Ooh, good one. Yeah. <laughs> Legit good. A uh, 24-hour waiting period for a man to purchase any porn or sex toys in the state of Georgia. So it's kind of like, you know, if you're going to try and legislate our ovaries, we're going to try and legislate so your the, cojones. The last one, the last one needs a little work. Yeah. Last one needs a little work because it doesn't, it does not reflect the reality of internet porn. So, you know, <laughs> there, you, needs you gotta, be, there needs you know, to be an internet porn. Yeah. There, she's got to, she's got to change that. The sex toys part for sure. Well, the in purchasing this. porn. Yeah. In, well, and a, then I heard there's a couple porn sites on the web. That's a bygone era. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> purchasing <laughs> porn. Yeah, well, so, and I'm at a retail establishment. So we, you know, I wonder if she's if she's taken. If we were in the legislature, we'd like, we like we, we have an amendment to that. You know, yeah, we're yeah. going to track. We're going to make it illegal for men. To watch porn, yeah, and we're well, going to track their IP addresses, and or just that so we're going to put a, a, a filter, a porn block on every man's computer <laughs> right. that, like, uh, there is a woman who holds the key to. Google has yeah. Google has let us has allowed us access to their profiles, oh, given us all the men's only female names. representatives <laughs> from you know from the. They're going to they're going to they're going to state of Georgia have it's going to be a, like a it's going to be a male, this is it a male porn VPN guys. Would have to go through a special VPN like you have to go through in China, where they censor the crap out of everything. Oh. You're gonna get a porn-free internet. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna email her. There'll be blocks on that. I was gonna say too for the sex toys. You know, there's online purchase of that stuff too. You don't have to buy it in the state of Georgia. Well, that, well, we're gonna geo lock that. I don't think that's even a term, but I'm gonna <laughs> like call it that. We're gonna geo lock that from Amazon. Yeah. Hashtag uh, plain brown box. <laughs> and all that, you know, their their data is out there, so we know where they've been. Right. Well, we can, you know what? We can we can get we can uh, hack into Google. We can am- we don't need to hack. We'll just ask them for. We'll just subpoena all the male users in Georgia. In Georgia, and to go to a evangelical church. <laughs> it wasn't like they tweeted this. This, well, she did they, tweet, she did though. Tweet they it, did. Though. She well, yeah, but this wasn't just a tweet. I mean, she filed yeah, she this as did, yeah. a as a House bill. Now it's it's so they have to vote on. Yeah, it. it's not going anywhere. It won't get out of committee or anything, oh, anything like yeah. that. But it's just the. Fa- it's almost like you can draw a parallel to the Satanic Temple. It's not showing up and saying, "Hey, you're wrong. There is no God." It's going, "Hey, you want to you want to you want to do that with with your God? Cool. We have one too. We'd like to do the same thing." And since you know everybody is equal here in the United States, we all get to do that. So let's let's all do that together. And they go, "You know what? We don't really want to do our thing anymore." So I thought there was something else that had gone on before, but yeah. So there was a, a deal in Texas in 2017, a bill that they did to kind of oppose their strict abortion thing. And theirs went a little bit further. Oh. Their bill required men to pay $100 every time they masturbated. <laughs> Spilling your seed, you know, because those are, those are live organisms, That's, right? So yeah. You're, you're killing them. You're killing them. Make it sound like it's kombucha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they forced doctors to verbally discuss in an informational booklet with men whenever they wanted to buy Viagra. But, I mean, to me, it just points out the absurdity yeah, of this law. Now, whether it's going to change any minds, I, I doubt it. But it just, you know, the whole thing is absurd. Oh, you you did forget the the attending physician must administer a medically unnecessary digital rectal exam. Oh, where was that? Oh. An, an MRI of the rectum oh. before administering any... <laughs> Any elective vasectomy or colonoscopy <laughs> procedure or prescribing Viagra. <laughs> That's pretty But I mean, you know, a medically, what was the word again? Medically unnecessary. Medically unnecessary <laughs> digital rectal exam. <laughs> That's the best phrase ever. <laughs> or a mudri. But, you know, but, I mean, yeah. we laugh at this stuff, but this is what these bells are subjecting women to. So, it's, it's so I'm sure that bill passed. This one, uh, the one in Texas, <laughs> neither one, neither one is going to pass. But, no, but you know, hopefully it'll make some people set up and go. This is absurd, isn't it? So yeah, maybe Pew will do a, a poll on this and find out that thirty-seven percent of evangelicals have have rethought their position. No, on, <laughs> on, on the Methodist, church, you know, Methodist. No, on, on, on the uh, abortion thing here. That's oh. why. That's the beauty. That, that's actually the beauty. I would think for them for being that way. 
They don't have to change their mind for anything. They could be impervious to anything because... It must be awful tiresome to try and twist everything to follow that book. You don't have to twist it. They think God sent us Trump. Somehow they've twisted that into a narrative. You think they twisted it, but that's the beauty of it. They don't have to twist it. Literally anything they do. You could stand anything that good happens... That's because, well, it's because of that. Yeah, but when your entire worldview is based on the big ancient book of multiple choice, I mean, you can twist anything into whatever narrative you want to you believe. Right. It, I mean, the latest thing I saw is that now the evangelicals and, and the, the, the Trumpsters are drawing a parallel between Trump and, and the story of, of Cyrus. And is he, I don't remember the story that clearly. So he was a Babylonian I didn't know. something? It was, I mean, it was Bill Maher. Bill Mars. Oh, did you do someone last week? Oh, okay, a show, and we can we can They're not t- talk about this. Dish Network now and HBO are in the midst of oh, trying to our, figure out who's got the biggest dick, th- and we have <laughs> lost HBO. And okay. I haven't gone and gotten HBO now because Game of Thrones isn't on yet. So he talked about Cyrus, and I don't know who that is. I, I, Basically, as, as I, I remember, and, I, and I'm no Bible scholar, but Cyrus Oh, you was, are in this podcast. <laughs> but Cyrus was a king that waged a war and collateral damage somehow helped out the Jews. And that's kind of what they're saying about Trump. Is that no? He's not a man of God. He's he's not a he's not a shut up shut up chaste man. Yeah, he's <laughs> but God so, used him. But yeah, God is using him to is the bones that he's throwing moving the. Embassy, embassy in, in in Jerusalem. I, don't, I can't. I still am shocked that that's a policy goal. What to move to? The, that's just to appease the evangelicals. That's to bring right, back Jesus it. so that the world ends. I mean, right. there, there's embassy, an end game. What, what's our know? embassy got to do? Yeah, that? yeah. Was that in the Bible? I don't know. But I, <laughs> I doubt it. It's more recognizing it as part of Israel and not a Palestinian state. And so it's it's Jewish land and not. Arab land. Part of that is in the prophecy. Where was it? It was Tel Aviv before, right? That wasn't, yeah. that was in Jerusalem. What, that wasn't. What's no. the prophecy? Part of the prophecy before Jesus come, can come back is that the Jews have to take over. They have to Jerusalem. rebuild the temple. Yeah, too. rebuild and all that. Okay. So it's hard for one country to build something in somewhere that's not theirs. Well, because isn't um, and it's it's a formal recognition. Is the way I understand. I, I don't know the ge- geography either, but isn't the dome of the rock or whatever on standing right on top of it? You mean yeah, yeah where yeah. they would need to build it exactly. Temple. So that's going to be Slap a down little bit of a right on top of it, hooking yeah. their giddy up right there. Yeah, yeah. It's, you, you can't. Yeah, you can't kind of build around it. You know, it's <laughs> that that's that's going to be tough. Yeah. But that's part of the whole. You know, it's got to happen. It's part of the whole thing. That honest guy, that is frightening to me. That oh, part is. of our policy as a government is to help a large number of people of your own population and other and, and population of the world believe that the end of the world is just a little bit closer. That and now that you've done it, now it becomes a another left-right ping pong ball. Because now, let's say in 2020, we get a sane administration that says, you know what, we're going to go back to Tel Aviv the way it was. Now you've created an immediate uproar. Yeah, you've you've created know. an immediate, and you're going to create an uproar on the other side if you don't make those kind of moves. If you don't seize stuff in the same way that, or seize power in the same way, a growing number of us leftist, progressive, liberals, whatever you want to call us, are going to get hot and say, we are tired of playing a different game than the other party. And I understand what they're saying, but it just raises the temperature just like, Even the, more. Just like the planet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know? And you it's can't... like a pendulum, but it, it doesn't swing less on each swing. It swings more on each swing. I mean, that scares me. And I don't know what to do about it. Yeah, but I mean, on that example, I don't think they could move it back again. I think that would cause so much chaos. So you're gonna you're gonna let them get away with it then? And I'm I'm playing. And just so you know, I'm, yeah, pl- I'm playing yeah. a role right now. This is exactly going to be the conversation 
in our party, it's a, it's the same thing as when Pelosi said her statement about impeachment. Right. I was just thinking that. Too. Right. Yeah, and yeah. the centrist, we don't want to talk about that. The left wing is like, fuck that. Yeah. You know, he is corrupt, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, and danger to our country. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's all those things. Unfit. So what's the cost going to be to do that? And do you do it just because you think it's the right thing? It's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight that I don't know how it ends well. Yeah. Because there's no compromise or cooperation. It's fuck you. I'm shoving every right wing judge down your throat and there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. Right. And after a while, the other side. The last one they just got through. Do you see her? Uh, just right out of central it, casting. It's just, it's just one after the no, other after the other after the other. After and there bag. is nothing we can do about it. Right. And, and these are a lot of these are lifetime appointments. And he is basically shoving shit down our throat. And now I'm on. No, I guess I didn't. I didn't switch sides because I am. You were say you were started the conversation the thread about you know well maybe we shouldn't move it the embassy it'll cause too much upset and that means they got away with it yeah and if you don't push back on a bully you're gonna get bullied forever and I think we're tired of allowing ourselves to be bullied and why not but those don't end well those end in fights the statement he made today about like the military and police oh, and biker gangs. Yeah, what the fuck was that? Yeah, that's ramping up to make it so somebody is going to take it into their own hands. Just like the the guy with the, with the van with all the stickers on started to doing all the the bombs and stuff. So somebody's going to pick a cue and that is yeah, to me that, that should is, be impeachable right there when you're inciting you know harm to others using it's hard to call that a dog whistle you, you know, <laughs> right. yeah right but it's more a, of a bullhorn it's a uh, siren and the worst thing about it is biker gangs i mean i, I don't know how many biker gangs there are but the military Scourge. and the police right those are government entities that he you know that should not be under con- the control of one of politician right. especially right. the well you know what both of them equally were you, uh, is, that, is that a notification that you're about to hear thunder and God not liking our, uh, God not liking <laughs> yeah. this podcast? Yeah, so we're, we're gonna, pissing them off. We're in the so. middle of a storm. We got a bad storm outside brewing coming through. Uh, so if you, yeah, <laughs> thunder. That's so maybe, it's, maybe, it's, God tells maybe it's going to be a cheat day after all. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like a good point. Does anybody have any recommendations? I've got one. I know of one. Do you want to start with the uplifting one, like the good one? And or do you then want to end on a high note? Yeah, or do you want to end on a high note? Because yours is kind of a downer, I guess. Uh, it's kind of so unlike me. I mean, it's not a character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you go ahead and do yours first? Okay. Uh, you asked for it. It's right. So it was going to be a, a dual recommendation. The Chris Hayes podcast why is this happening or the with podcast come to be one of my favorites the episode on february 19th is called blocking big tech with cashmere hill she is a she wrote a terrific series for gizmodo on trying to live without the biggest tech giants cut them out of her, her life amazon facebook google microsoft and apple wow. and the headline the seven part series it's totally worth your while one of, the, one of them is called, I Cut the Big Five Tech Giants from My Life. Wow. It was hell. Oh, no kidding. So you should read it. I, yeah. But while I was reading this article to prepare for that very professional recommendation, there's another article in Gizmodo today, Pi Day. Oh, that's right. Happy yep. Pi, Pi Day. Day. Happy Pi Day. Um, it's called When Google Fiber Abandoned Your... Should have. Apple Pie, Cherry Pie, so... Yep. That, that was that's a that's a pot fail. Should have thrown. Jeff was too busy yeah. trying to guilt me about beer that he wasn't of, thinking about. Even thinking water. Outside. Yeah, yeah. should have thrown a pie in the other. That could have taken our minds off of that. Mm. Okay, yeah. back to the downer. Yep. When Google Fiber abandons your city is a failed experiment. Basically, Google Fiber is pulling out of Louisville. Basically, leaving leaving them high and dry, physically and financially. Uh, financially, and just get, I'm going to read one paragraph from it, and this is why you should read it. The damage goes deeper than the roads. In Louisville, a minor league city with major league ambitions, Google Fiber left behind disappointed consumers, unfulfilled promises of transformative economic development, and a slew of embarrassing headlines for a city that allowed the tech giant to use it as a guinea pig. 
zing. Yeah. Yep. So on my continuing slow burn rant on big tech, this is a good example. You should look it up on Google. <laughs> no, duck, duck, go. So read yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I just finished the book Zucked, which you know he's kind of pointing to these same kind of things, how these big tech companies are monopolies. Well, you posted and, a page. You, you, yeah. you copied a page and you sent it to me and Jerry, and Jerry could have wrote that page. That's what made yeah. me think of it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so he sounds better than Jared. Jared, he just got Jared. <laughs> but I mean, he was giving some alternatives in there also how to get away. But you unfortunately cannot completely get away. And you know, I have to read this article you're talking about to see how that's possible. But but you know, there's so many ways that these things are monopolies. Born 2020. Yeah, I mean, she's trying to address it. Now, whether, you know, that's going to be successful or not, because the way that we've always thought of monopolies is if it hurts us financially. Well, these services are free, so they're going to have to totally rethink what monopolies are. I I think that's to go to the beginning part of the show with everything is corrupt. Because these guys have major lobbyists. It's a a good... They were talking about treating them like somewhere read or heard talking about treating them like utilities. Well, we're so we're not and, we're not breaking them up. They're not though. They're, but yeah, breaking they're them up. Platform. Like, you know, yeah. we're, that was one of the most uh, interesting things about the series in Gizmodo is how much Amazon's runs the backbone of the web. Yeah, they're um, AWS or whatever yep. they call it. Yeah. But we're not equipped to have this conversation. Obviously, the tech companies aren't going to cooperate. Right. But I don't think they actually would know. How to do it? Like, I'm sure Elizabeth. Up, uh, I mean, well, no, they would be forcibly broken up. Elizabeth Warren's talking about it, and I believe she would have ideas on act on how to do it. Yeah, her ideas, as well thought out and consumer friendly as they are, it's exactly why they don't really get the time of day in Washington anymore. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you're talking about technology that who really understands it? Like who understands where it's going to go? The tech companies don't understand it. Or some or of them do, and maybe they don't want to. They don't want their business models messed with. And that's exactly the reason. Maybe that's where you should go after it, is their business model. Because Facebook and Google control like 70% of digital ads and oh, yeah. are squeezing the life out of media. Maybe you could do there, but that's hard because you could mess that up in a big way. If you don't do it right, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you would, you're going to know off the bat if you did it right, which is why nothing's going to get done, and you're going to be naming your kid Google. <laughs> hey, Google 4374D, <laughs> you're, the, you're the cutest little Google baby I've ever seen. But I think, you know, what you would need is people that were on the inside, you know, like the author of Zucked, and I'm drawing a blank on his name. He was a Roger consultant. Something. Yeah, he was a consultant for Facebook for a long time. People like that, that know the workings and know the technology and all that kind of thing, those would be the people that I think should be consulting Congress. Well, but, he was Zuckerberg's mentor. Yes, yeah. Basically. And then, um, what's what's her name? The VP. Cheryl, Cheryl Sandberg. Sandberg, yeah. You mean the, she's the COO? CEO, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to definitely read that stuff and get more freaked out than I already am. Right. Because the book that I'm into right now is called The Age of Surveillance Capitalism. Oh, you're reading that. I am reading that. There's if you go to YouTube, YouTube or I don't know where to get, <laughs> <laughs> what other monopoly we have out there. Does Vimeo? Do they have stuff? <laughs> Probably not as, not nearly Probably as not much. Not nearly as much. But she's done some some good interesting talks. Uh, the latest one I, I watched was with Naomi Klein. I mean, she's definitely in favor of breaking up some of these capitalist corporate kind of things. Surveillance well. capitalism. That's her thing because because that's that is. Kind of where we live. That's exactly. So what you it said is, you yeah. you get freaked out about it. Yeah. Well, and what freaks you out about it? Well, because you you know you you're just starting to learn how many ways that we are being, where we go. You know, like when you use Google Maps, so it, it's it's knowing exactly where you're going. So it kind of feeds that information into their algorithm, so it knows what kind of ads when. Um, when you're on Facebook and you tag people, that collects that information so you know who you're with and, you know, what events you're going to together. So it knows how to market to those kind of things. So, I mean, so they're basically, you know, we're supplying all this information for free. But you know what? So we're on We're on a journey. Journey from <laughs> journey away from religion. A journey about getting freaked out on big tech. So I'm a little, I'm a little further ahead of you. 
on that journey. Your post. So I'm going to get you. No, hell, uh-uh. <laughs> definitely not. I'm pre Luddite though. As somebody who has been feeling that more, I couldn't figure out what was freaking me out about that either. Like you feel freaked out because of the facts, right? But that's not the feeling. The feeling is powerlessness. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't stop it, and not it's only impossible. can it, it's it is it, it is impossible. Right. You're what are you not use the internet? You're going to be living in the matrix. Yeah. Right. The only thing that is possible is government intervention. He says it with a straight face. <laughs> well, no, I know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That because we, you're right. We can't do it ourselves. We don't have the power within ourselves to be able to break free because you don't have any other options in most cases. And this is not a government can't do anything right. Am yeah. I right? Yeah. I think they, like they are in China, are the worst offenders or worst abusers of big tech. Because if you look at China... They're the only one that can come in and do it. But what's worse? The connectivity of big tech and government is China. And they don't get free internet. It's controlled, and they're monitored, and they're watched, and they get what the government wants them to get. Mm -hmm. And They're going to get 5G before we do? There's a company in China that's going to have 5G before an American company does. And the... None of the no government entity can use their technology, right? Because, because spies, backdoor, right, you know, right, all that right, stuff, right? So we're we're going to be behind them at that point. Well, we're behind in the intermingling of tech and government. Mm-hmm. But that what does that mean? That just that tech's going to win? You can be like Blade Runner. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, the, the, yeah. and and you do a series about how you can't extricate yourself from big tech. And then you realize, like, oh, it's only going to get it's, it's yeah. only gonna get worse. Yeah, there's not a light at the end of the tunnel that we're right. working there's towards. There's not. Yeah. It's just so, a deeper and darker tunnel. It, it kind of <laughs> is. Yeah. It, 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 it kind of is. One of the things I was going to recommend was, like, that basically that, like, 30-day phone detox where slowly extricate yourself from, like, dependence on your phone and... That's a really 2019 thing to do. But I was like, well, I think I might want to try that. What's it going to get you? Yeah. Just less connected to the Matrix? Well, with humanity, because that's the way that... Uh, a month behind everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on, on news, uh, dank memes, you know, just... Oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> Your dank meme game is going to be... going to be hurting. going to be failing. Yeah. So that's what you got to look forward to. An overall feeling of powerlessness. That's where it heads. That's where it goes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, I've, I'm already kind of picking up on that with, you know, the, the book that I've read and the one I'm into now is uh, there's not a whole All right, lot. You're, of, do, oh. you're doing two pretty grim. Yeah. Well, your Gizmodo thing sounds like it's pretty, pretty grim That's as true. well. Yeah. And I told you about that book, and I sent you that podcast. Yes. Yeah. So, so there you are. They're taking me <laughs> down with them. Change. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> you know, I'm, what, what is it? You know, you come in to rescue a drowning person. What are they going to do? They're going to drown. Drown, drown a brick. Yeah. <laughs> so, see you in the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Save us from. Yeah, pick us up. Pick us up right. from our I tech know. apocalypse. I got, I got a little, a little brighter side uh, for my recommendation. Well, that wouldn't be too hard. No. <laughs> So the 17th, this will come out the following weekend after that, the 23rd and the 24th. If you're not already going to be there, get your ass to Nashville, Tennessee for NanoCon. It's probably the best two-day con. It's now a two-day con. It's always been a one-day. Now it's it's two days. And it's two pretty full days. The Sunday goes to like about 4 o'clock. Wow. So... For somewhere in the neighborhood of around $25, it's hard to beat for, for a two-day ticket. Is that ticket. what it is? 25 bucks? 25 bucks, yeah. 20, 25 And actually, I heard there were some complimentary tickets through Anthony Magnabosco. They're going to be opening up like 50 
for his treat epistemology panel that he's doing and, and workshop. Yeah, he's going to be there. Mandisa Thomas is going to be there. Sarah Levin, Gail Jordan, Bart Campolo. Uh, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be on the podcast panel with, with friend of the pod, Zach Law, who we were on Zach's podcast. He sat right here in this room. We recorded that along with Jen Aldrich and Marissa McCool as well, too. How can we heckle him from afar? Zach? No, you. Oh, me? Oh, I thought, oh, I thought you Why do you want to pick on Zach? <laughs> we're this, not. This makes much more sense. Okay. <laughs> You can, um, it's, I mean, it's cheap to get in with 25 bucks. Plant some fakes out in the audience to ask, you know, questions. I could show up with a t-shirt that he stole my idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the best conferences. I've been to a few conferences. The thing I really like about so this the, one. So the one, that you, so the one that you're on the panel. No. Your panel of is one of the best no, this, conferences. No, this was one of my I, favorite. Where did that come from? <laughs> This is one of my favorite conferences from before uh, I was ever on the panel. What I like about this one is instead of just a series of of speakers, you do have speakers. There is a keynote speaker, but there's also a a bunch of different panels and a lot of different workshops that are interactive. Like the podcast workshop that I'm I'm on. (laughs) I know you're you're trying to be so serious, and it's just like, I just got so many opportunities to bust his chops. Okay, I'm going to do this one now. But no, this this was actually the uh, podcast panel that I attended and asked some questions at probably two years ago when we were kicking around the this idea is, before we did anything. When so, hey, it's when, the circle of life, Simba. When, C- when yeah. CBS Sunday morning does the, you know, the... The, the Don the, Queen the, introspective. The, the 25th anniversary of the podcast or... The Godless Heathens were a good ten-year run, and then Don had to go solo. And when they're doing the, they're doing the, the piece with uh, like Martha Teichner, and you know you're having a good old laugh, and they're shooting the dog mm. or cats. You know, Don's a cat person, and you're going to be cuddling a cat. Oh, we rescued this one from the, you know, from the, uh, uh, the house next door. It's all going to start here. I was I watched the podcast, I watched yeah. the panel. And next thing you know. I'm on the panel. <laughs> right after I'm, that. I made it, baby. <laughs> after that, you know, it was president of the American Atheist. <laughs> the, the successful podcast run culminated by five nights at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. I want the guy from <laughs> Snapped to do the voiceover. And, and during the downfall years, you know, I, I want the phrase like, Alcohol and cocaine fueled <laughs> rage at some point to, to be uttered. <laughs> but no, we uh, we obviously have digressed. Uh, now, <laughs> comes, we do. Uh, great, uh, great con. Come on out. It's like I said, Saturday the twenty third and Sunday the twenty fourth. They have year. hotels that they recommend. There is a the hotel. Where they get special it, rates. Or? It's NashvilleNuns.com. Let me double check. And you that. get the suite Nashville you're Nuns. on the panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm gonna yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm actually going to tell the person behind the counter at the hotel. I'm kind of a big fucking deal around here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, don't give me, don't give me a bathroom. I want one. The presidential suite, please. A jacuzzi tub, please. Yes. I have standards. All right. So Nanacon. That's it. Next weekend. Yeah, coming up. It's it's be five six days from when this episode finally does drop. All right. Speaking of dropping, drop us a line at thegodlessheathens at yahoo.com or check out our Twitter at Godless Podcast and Facebook, the Godless Heathens Podcast Discussion Group. It's closed, it's hidden, and it's private. But send us a... What the hell do you call it? It's not an invite. We, we, we would invite somebody. Message us and then ask for... You ask for yeah, you just ask permission, I guess. It's kind of like you know, it's the same thing as forgiveness. Hey, it's like... Just ask it's for It's like it. Oliver. I'd like some more, please, sir. So that's... Uh, one horse of the five horse apocalypse be Facebook. Listen to us anywhere. <laughs> Number two, iTunes. We would love a five star rating because we want their algorithm to like us. Yeah. Podbean, Ooh. which has no connection to the big five. Not yet. They no. might be bought right. up by somebody. They, they could, they could, uh, they're either going to get bought by one of them or they're going to go out of business because they charge atheists more than everybody else. Yeah. Um, well, that's not true. That's why they're YouTube, still not true. I, you're, you're casting I, aspersions. I want to believe that. <laughs> YouTube, there's the third one. Yeah, that's under Google. Let's <laughs> see this pod, podcast channel. You know, we don't have an Amazon 
Department Store yet. We need, we need to work on we that. We need, yeah. And a coffee mug. Not sure what you know. We should we should do a, a gratuitous Skype interview just to have the Microsoft connection. I've downloaded the software. Uh, there you go. So we're set. So we can do one. We're in. Yep. And of course, the best goddamn iOS podcaster app on the planet. Couldn't tell you. Over- Overcast. <laughs> And so we still have an open invitation and have never been taken up on it. No. AOC, Andy Stanley, or Jeebus. We do not believe those things are all equal. No. That's why I said AOC first because she's definitely high up on the list. If any of those three show up, they're welcome to sit down and do the show. So, yeah, come and sit in. we got a chair. And that's it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.